But look, we begin this morning uh, with the latest from Chrysler in Donegal, where 10 people lost their lives following an explosion at the Apple Green filling station on Friday afternoon from Chrysler. I'm now joined by the parish priest there, Father John Joe Duffy, and by John McAteer, editor of the Tear Connell Tribune. Good morning to you both. Father John Joe, let me begin with you. First of all, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning, Miriam. Thank you so much. Listen, 10 lives lost, such a small community. I assume, Father, so many of the families would have been known to you personally. Yes, uh, most of the families were known, most of the people were knowing to me personally. And I know they you... They were part of our community, they were part of our they were part of our family because our community is like our family and uh, we we know each other so well. We're in uh, in contact on an almost daily basis and uh, you're meeting people uh, when you go to the, sh- you know, into mm-hmm. the shop and to the, to the post office and those were the, they were like little places of sanctuary in our community and they were the places that we missed most not getting into during COVID because when you go there, it's not just to go into a shop to shop, but you go there to meet people and chat with people and that's part and parcel of our our daily living, really. And I know, Father, you had that mass last night. It was hugely attended and it was a very moving service, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very moving and... uh, we we were heartened by those that came among us from from other places and uh, uh, to show their support and uh, show show their support to us and the Taoiseach and the Taunist and the leader of the opposition and the first minister designate and the leader of the SDLP and other ministers uh, came from other places and uh, to offer their support and and I believe that their support was offered to us in a very genuine and heartfelt way as I was speaking to them all and I could I could feel that empathy from them and uh, they uh, what was um, very moving was the presence of those who had been involved in uh, the search and, and recovery operation as it turned out to be uh, eventually the chief fire officer and his people members of the coast guard uh, members of the guard and the chief superintendent terry mcginn and other members of the guard and uh, and the, pe- the people who, who who stood with us and the members of the ambulance services doctors paramedics and uh, and uh, different people who, who came there to be with us and uh, and and that meant so very much to us, and what means so very much to us at this time is we feel we are being carried uh, by the prayers of the nation from north to south, east to west, and and from those from our parish and other communities that are affected that are living overseas who very much want to be here, and and the, and the goodwill of people from from all places and. The president sent us a, a message of his support, and we're no, we're very much in, a, in his thoughts at this time, and we're in the thoughts and the hearts of people across the nation and in their prayers, and that's that means so much to us at this time. And Father John Joe, I know you prayed over the bodies of many of those who died. Was that the most difficult thing you've ever had to do as a priest? It's extremely difficult. The scale of this is is is, is, is enormous for us, and ten people, ten people dead, and uh, the um, the um, 
those that are injured, we're praying very much for them. And I stood with members of the local community, members of the emergency and rescue services as, as people were being brought out uh, uh, together with Father Pat McGarvey, a native of the parish here. He he, he, he was with us also and he, he stayed right throughout the entire night. And uh, there was one of us, uh, one and both of us present uh, for uh, most of the people, for all of the people who came out and, and prayed with them and prayed with the families. And I, I think what was most difficult was there also praying with the families and families coming to, to, to identify at the very beginning, uh, people who were taken out and stand praying with 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 parents and others uh, who didn't know what was happening and didn't know if a loved one was inside or not. And uh, as the search went through the night and just standing there and come here, there was a lot of hugging, there was a lot of tears and the empathy shown by by the emergency services and by the Gardaí and by members of the council fire services and all who were involved in the operation um, the empathy, uh, uh, the empathy of those who came uh, from uh, Northern Ireland with us, and you could see just the, uh, the search and um, services from Northern Ireland, specialised teams came, and you could see in people's eyes just that empathy and that sadness, and they they said to me that they hadn't hadn't seen anything as bad as the, uh, as this, and those who were sort of, I suppose, in those services that were 40 years and less hadn't seen anything, thank God, as bad as this until now. When I say thank God, I mean that they hadn't in the past, but now they have. Mm. And uh, it's, it was just harrowing to be there and harrowing for the poor people that, <laughs> that didn't know and the harrowing for those uh, who were trying to help them from from locals to and to the emergency services and civic services trying to help them through the night together with ourselves uh, and local clergy and our bishops, Bishop Forrester, the Church of Ireland Bishop of Darien Reform, Bishop McGuckian has been constant here with us and uh, trying to console people and help people. How do you console people, Father John Joe, at a time like this? I mean, what can you just, say? Miriam, what would what would you say? You know, mm. you just be there for people, just as you will console them. Uh, I, I I'm mm. trying to do the same. Uh, you just be there with people. Sure, come here. There there really are no words, and um, just whatever words of comfort that you can give them, just to be a presence for people, to be a presence for people, and. And and, 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 and and to pray for people because, as I said, the prayers and the good wishes uh, of of the nation and beyond are, are a source of strength to us. And it's just to be with them, to hold hands, to, to hug them, to just try and be yourself with them. And that, that's all you can be. That's all you can do. And, and to, to offer them to offer them whatever hope that you can and we feel that, that God is carrying us and we are a strong community here in Chrysler. I know it's a heartbroken community at this time but, but we are a strong community and, and, and we are trying to carry each other and I have no doubt that we will carry each other and carry each other with the help of uh, you and others and the prayers of so many people and the support that has been offered and the heartfelt sympathy 
that has been offered and just the strength of community will help us through this the strength of God and our faith and so many people came out to pray here this night at 10 o'clock at the rosary and it was it was a very nice uh, moment of prayer as well at 10 o'clock and young people the very youngest to the very oldest in our communities and people coming from other communities to join us and I gather also you speak about prayer Father John that the emergency services which you've already praised but at that scene at the station they prayed with you didn't they yeah yeah they did we 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 prayed they prayed with me as i i, I prayed over uh, those some of those who were brought out of the building and with father pat mcgarvey as well and you mentioned bishop mcguckian earlier as well and i watched last night that the 10 red candles that you know, he lit and you had at that mass, the service last night. That was incredibly moving. Yeah, it, it was very moving. And um, we just want to keep in our hearts and let everyone know that we're keeping in our hearts those uh, who are, are are bereaved at this time, those who are suffering most. And uh, also the white candle that uh, was lit for those who are uh, ill in hospital as a result of the accident, the injured. And there were children from Dublin here on a retreat, teenagers uh, in Ards Friary, and they wrote prayers and we placed their prayers beside the candle, the white candle, (coughs) uh, which is below the red ones. And I'm, Bishop McGuckian, he also said last night, Father, you know, how a tragedy like this, I suppose it demonstrates it's so random how we're not masters of our own destiny. I suppose how small and insignificant we can all be in this world. Yes, and uh, and life is life is fragile. Life, life is precious. And uh, what I would say this morning is be with your family and the little dis- anything, you know, the little things of this life that sometimes uh, where we maybe concentrate on doing other things and maybe forget to pick up that phone sometimes during a family member. And it's so important to do that because life is fragile, life is precious, and like it is beyond our belief that something like this could happen in our community and the randomness of it. And just on another note, something that was very moving, uh, when each, when each uh, person was brought out of the building, uh, the silence that was there, the silence that was there among everyone uh, that was working on all the emergency services. You could just, that silence spoke in itself to us. And when uh, the, uh, each remains was being brought away, each fatality was being brought away, there was just a sense of silence. And just the case went silent. Everyone went silent. It was something that I have never experienced before and I have been at accidents and so on but there was just a silence and um, yeah and I noticed that as well last night Father at the end of the Mass when you and the others left the altar that the entire church and there were so many people there it went completely silent as well it was astonishing mm-hmm. yeah 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 and, and that, that that was true at the Rosary also last night. And 
just people are people are just heartbroken and everyone is heartbroken and the yeah there's no words Marion Listen Father John Joe I know you're going to say Mass in Creasley now at 11 um, thank you so much for talking Bishop to McGuckian us Bishop McGuckian is coming among us again to say Mass for us this morning so uh, so no, thank you, Miriam, and, and and thanks to the people of the country and beyond, and thank you for keeping us in, in your prayers. And I have had calls from uh, people all around the country, and many, many hundreds of messages which I can't get around to. And thank you for keeping us in our hearts, and we need your prayers, and particularly for those who are bereaved, and particularly also for those uh, who remain in hospital. And I thank those in the hospitals uh, for the tremendous work they are doing, and. Uh, uh, right across the country for 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 the, those who have been injured. Well, Father John Doe Duffy, thank you so much for taking the time to speak thank to you, me Mary. this morning. You. Mind yourself, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you John McAteer, thank you very much for joining us as well. I know you're local, you're the editor of the Tyrconnell Tribune. Listening there to Father John Joe Duffy, I suppose at times like this, faith and that kind of just unbridled love and care you can get from someone like him really matters in a community. Father John Joe Mariam is one of the most inspiring of priests in the diocese and people will look out and reach out to him and he'll be there and people will be reassured by his presence, just by his mere presence because he has that impact of humility and, and religious uh, well-being within his own heart and within his own soul. And he's been in Christ now for four years and uh, he has, he, as he said there, he has, he has attended tragedies and he has, uh, Donegal is a county that tragedy is nothing new to us up here. But uh, this, this incident in Christ is just beyond words, literally beyond belief. And the trauma and the grief, you know, and the tragedy requires sort of the inspirational leadership that people like Father John Joe, Bishop Philip, or Bishop uh, Alan McGuckian, and indeed uh, many other clergy from other different denominations. And uh, they've been there all along since last Friday evening. And the presence, their sense of presence is, uh, is inspiring the people because this is a broken community. And uh, they need help now, next month, next year, and probably for the rest of their lives. And I was taken by one little piece that I was just reading last night. <coughs> this is a community here that um, is very much involved in, in, in enterprise development and in uh, looking after themselves. But they, they produce a lovely little uh, magazine every year. It's called the Creasley View and there was a message from the editorial last year just coming out of COVID. And it's so apt today. It just simply reads, The social history of this location has changed dramatically, but all the more is the need to record and acknowledge for tomorrow's world the spirit and common good. The close-knit and dependence on others as a community and the many characters who sustained us through difficult times. You could just apply that to this morning dark, dreary, grim morning, overcast in Donegal, and a community in mourning, on a very personal level, a county in mourning, a nation in mourning. And uh, the response has been absolutely magnificent right across the whole, the whole spectrum of, uh, of uh, uh, services, uh, political dimensions, but particularly within the Chrysler community, where they will get through this with the strength and the courage of their, of their faith and their religion.
And obviously, John, we've heard and read so much and Father John Joe mentioned it there about the amazing work of the emergency services. You've spoken to them, but also I know you were saying the real heroes were even the local people who got in there trying to move rubble and stuff even before the emergency services got there. Well, absolutely, because, you know, the emergency services are just second to none. But in a place like Donegal, rural villages, you're half an hour away from emergency services, let it be the fire service, the ambulance crews and all of that. But it was the immediate response, the instant response, when they heard that massive explosion that reverberated five miles away, uh, that they raced to the scene to be part of that. Dozens of them, perhaps a couple of hundred altogether at one point. And they formed a human chain as they searched meticulously through the the forecourt and the damaged vehicles to remove them all to safety and to form a chain to pass debris out of the way and to to ensure that the the path was cleared when the when 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 the professionals did arrive but those same people worked until it was no longer uh, uh, advisable that they do so around 8 o'clock in the evening when the situation and inside the building became much, much more dangerous. But Chrysler has has that spirit, that spirit of coming together and uh, sharing and living each other's lives uh, uh, as, as one. And they're to be congratulated, you know, from the bottom of our hearts for what they have mm-hmm. done in Chrysler. And they they will inspire and help the bereaved and the families. And God knows there are far too many. But their own community with a lot of history, a, a lot of tragedy behind them. Mm. I mean, this tragedy is nothing new in Donegal. It's immense and it's quite shocking. But I mean, our worst tragedy goes back to the 9th of November 1935 when the Iron Moor disaster. Uh, locals from the island went to Burtonport to greet their returning migrants from the Tattyfogan fields in Scotland, 15 of them. And the boat set sail from Burtonport uh, at nightfall and ra- they ran into very bad weather and 19 people perished on that dreadful night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've lived with that tragedy down the decades, down the generations here in Donegal. And uh, I suppose it strengthens the resolve of communities. It, it gives them that... that uh, it's, 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 it's this unknown quantity that we call faith and trust in, first of all, in your clergy. Uh, we live in a very materialistic world today where, where, today where religion doesn't mean all that much, except now, you know, Krishna has always had a very uh, good-going church community, both both uh, different religions there. Great. Well, John... But, I mean, y- y- yesterday alone, I would imagine that between the morning mass, when about 600 people crammed into that church, the Church of St. Michael. And later on in the evening then, with the national leaders present, there was another 500 there. Well, look, John... And between vigils and people visiting, probably 2,000 people went to church in Creasley yesterday. Well, well, look, John McAteer, thank you so much for joining me this morning. And all our thoughts are obviously with the 10 lives lost, their families, or yes, Jade, Gareva on them, and obviously all those in hospital as well. John, thank you so much for talking to me this morning. We'll take a break.